everyone, and welcome here into episode number seven of the Take What Serves, Leave the Rest podcast. My name is Brian Pyatt. I am your host, and as always, what a, what a joy to, to get to spend some time with all of you. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. We begin the episode, as we always do, with a share from someone in, in this community. A little, a little glimpse into what all of you are going through in your own lives out there. We all have our stuff that we carry into this space. And uh, every episode, I want to I wanna share uh, one of those one of those stories with you. And the share this week comes from Hannah. And, and Hannah sent me a message on Instagram that says this. I am grieving the loss of a relationship with my dad, who used to be my best friend. Instead of trying to broaden his perspectives, he has doubled down on why being gay is a sin. It hurts when your identity is invalidated by those who are supposed to love you the most. And while I grieve what could have been, I find so much peace and gratitude in the friendships I have cultivated over the last few years, my chosen family who see me for all that I am. Hannah, thank you for for sharing that. And I want you and anyone listening who identifies within the LGBTQ plus community to know that we see you, we honor you, you are always welcome and loved in this space, no matter what. On the episode here today, we are talking about something that I just love. And I am really, really, really excited to to share this with all of you. We are talking about breath work. And this is, is something that I have really, really explored and, and practiced and integrated into my life a lot over the last year and a half to two years. And truly, and I can say this with full confidence, that it, it is truly one of the most powerful tools that I have come across to guide me into my body, to kind of guide me away from the stories of my mind and, and more into my body. And I'm going to share a little bit more about my experience here coming up in just a moment. Uh, we're also going to dive into some interviews that I recorded this week with some people who have had their own experiences with breath work. And before we get to all of that, I, I want to kind of just, I guess, maybe define is the right word, but just explain kind of my interpretation of what breath work is. You know, I, I think when a lot of people hear the word breath work, we think about taking a deep breath and, and you know, 
nice deep breath in, nice deep breath out. And yes, very, very, very important and a very necessary part of the human experience with a lot of incredible benefits. Um, and the, the breath work that we're going to talk about here today is a little different than that. It is a, a practice of engaging in a very, very active, repetitive breath that can lead to some really, really incredible, powerful, transformative healing experiences. So there are a number of techniques out there under this, this umbrella of, of breath work. You may have heard of things like Wim Hof breathing. You may have heard of maybe the word like holotropic breathing. What I can kind of share is from my own perspective. Um, I have actually gone through some training in the world of breathwork under a guy named David Elliott. And that is the, I, I, I practice a number of, of forms of, of breathwork. Lately, Wim Hof breathing has been really, really just beautiful and something that I've integrated. Um, but this this technique that I teach and that I'm, I'm kind of trained in teaching is a three-part breath where you are laying down and you are breathing in and out through your mouth. So all through your mouth. And it's a three-part breath where you breathe into your belly, into your chest, and then you release. And we do it at a pretty rapid pace for an extended period of time. So it sounds a little something like this. And we might do that for 10 minutes. We might do that for 20 minutes. I just guided a breathwork experience uh, this past week where we, we breathed like that for about over 20 minutes, about 20, 21, 22 minutes. And then we release the breath and it leads to a really beautiful, transformative, um, meditative, deep experience. So that's kind of what I'm talking about when, when I talk about breath work. To touch a little bit on, on my experience with the practice, I, I came across breathwork right at the beginning of the pandemic and very, very quickly became just completely um, immersed and, and deeply moved by the practice. And, and I think if I could summarize like what it's added to my life, it's, it's a few things. It has shown me the power of our breath, something as simple as our breath. I have had experiences with breath work that feel psychedelic, like, like states of being that feel like I must have some sort of drug in my system. How in the world am I experiencing this just because of my breath? Um, and, and that's really hard to sometimes describe 
uh, for somebody that hasn't experienced breathwork. Uh, but I'm sure if you're listening out there and and you've you've had that experience, you know what I'm talking about. Um, it helps me meet myself more gently. I find that it has a way of taking whatever it is that I'm going through in my life and not not necessarily take it away, but just sit with it in a, in a more gentle way, which has been really really beautiful. And I have noticed that it allows me and helps me to release emotion, which can be really, really hard for me. You know, I've done a lot of therapy in my life, which has been uh, a very, very important, beautiful experience. And yet I, I found that I could never really cry in my therapy sessions. That was always really, really hard for me. Um, so I go years of doing therapy. I don't really cry when I'm engaging with that, but I do breath work for about 20 minutes and I can be bawling my eyes out and and releasing some of those tears and other emotions that come up. So I am so deeply grateful for the practice and and just so excited to, to explore this all further with you today. I want to move now into our interviews on this episode. So I invited two wonderful humans to join us on this podcast. Both of them are breathwork facilitators. Both of them also went through training under David Elliott. And I am just so grateful that they took the time to chat. And I want to start with George Ramsey. So George is a breathwork facilitator based out of Venice, California. He offers one-on-one sessions, corporate offerings, also teaches classes on a new virtual mindfulness studio called Open. That's actually how I came across him. Um, Highly recommend taking one of his classes on there. I'll give you some information here after the interview of how you can do that. But uh, here it is, my my conversation with George. Thanks for joining us. I so appreciate it. Happy to be here. Thanks for the invite to talk about breathwork. Yeah. So I I guess let's kind of go back to, to how you discovered breathwork. What did that look like for you? I was in a yoga class and they had us lie down at the end to rest. And instead of dropping into Savasana, they had us do a three-part breath. And I very quickly dropped into kind of an altered state. And I was like, what just happened? And then Googled it and found there's this thing called Breathwork and signed up for a workshop here in Venice at a man's garage. Went to the workshop with the man I'm dating now. We were three months into our relationship and we're sitting in metal chairs in his garage, surround sound music playing. And five minutes in, I just started sobbing. And I was like, what's going on? (laughs) And cried, I think, for the next 20 minutes, hoping he was doing the same on our three months in dating uh, and just left with so much clarity around things I've been really stuck in, really confused by. And was like, Oh, the breath can do this. What have I been doing? (laughs) Why am I wasting my time and all these other practices when it cuts to the core so precisely every time and then kept practicing, kept having that experience. It became a reliable experience every time I breathe. And then got the nudge. I was a middle school math teacher, worked in the t- education world. So there's a teacher in me. And when I found this practice, I was like, oh, I want to share this. People need to know about breath work and they don't. And so I want to be a part of sharing it. And that was 
full-time. I committed to this about two and a half years ago now. What are things that you have experienced in your life when it comes to mental health? Yeah. So I think the core of it for me, all, no matter how much therapy, breath work, every other technique I've done comes back to the same message, which is how can I find, achieve, get from others, this feeling of unconditional love. And for me, the root of that is growing up in North Carolina, closeted, not having men in my life that were out and gay and living a life that I felt like was something I wanted. And so slowly internalizing over the years, this subtle message of something's wrong with you. And because something's wrong with you, you're not lovable. And just running that message for, I mean, honestly, 20 years, (laughs) create some pathways in your brain that can create a life you don't really want to be on in in living in the way I wanted to live. Um, And breathwork helped me start to pull apart those threads and see how this theme of oh, well, once I have this, then I'll get love. Once I have this job, then I'll get love. Once I have the right partner, then I'll be worthy of love. And throw that all out. It's like the love's already here. And breathwork is honestly the first times I can tune into that higher love. It's already here. It's within me. It takes me softening into it um, and coming back to that experience too so I don't have to go out there and look for it. And it's a constant practice, but that's, that's kind of the crux of my mental health journey. George says he got into talk therapy when he was working as a middle school math teacher. He says breathwork helped him actually lean in and feel the emotions that he had gotten really good at talking about in the room with his therapist. And it felt like every time I was in there, it was the same loop. Like, this student yelled at me. I felt bad. I'm scared. I'm not actually feeling the feeling of scared ever. I'm just talking about what happened. And in this, what I thought was a really self-aware way, able to tie that back to this childhood pattern and this pattern with my mother and how that showed up. But it was all up in my head, all intellectual. And what I was completely missing was there's really uncomfortable sensations and feelings that are in my body. And one way I'm avoiding feeling those is by going up into my head and being really good at therapy and talking about how this student made me feel scared. But what I wasn't doing was actually feeling what it felt like to be scared and laying down and going into that feeling and letting my body shake, and letting my body cry, and letting it move through my body. Um, And so breathwork was the first safe space and practical tool I could find to actually, quote-unquote, feel my feelings all the way through. And then I realized, oh, these are just sensations that want to move through my body. And if I can create a safe container to do that in a breathwork session, uh, there's a lot of freedom on the other side. You know, to run around numbing out all the time, I can actually be in the world and be way more present. Um, when I Mm. move into some of these things and move through them versus just letting them run me in the background. How do you, how do you describe like what the breath is doing when we're, (laughs) when we're doing breath work? Cause I feel like it's, the description is maybe a little bit different depending on who you talk to. Totally. Totally. And the only one that really matters I tell folks is your description after you do it the first time. So (laughs) it's really just getting them into the door to have that experience. I, the metaphor that helps me the most is imagining our bodies are a river. Rivers naturally create dams. Rocks get clumped up. They block the flow of water. And what breathwork does is it like turns up the flow of the water upstream and then blasts water down the whole river, blasting open any of those dams so that there can be flow in the river, ultimately flow in your body and in your life. So I think it connects us, whatever that water is for folks, life force, 
your intuition, your creativity, um, spirit, whatever it is for you, just opening up flow in your body and your life so that you can actually be really in tune with yourself, actually in your body, comfortable in your body, and able to live in a way that feels aligned with what you're, what you're up to here. Just like simply, what, what, what does breath work mean to you? Mm. A return home. And just a constant reminder that it's actually all within. And in the moments when we don't believe that, it's okay. But it's a practice to sit with the discomfort that comes up when we start to believe the story that that thing we're looking for is out there. And a way to remind you that it's actually in here and a pathway to get you back to it. I want to thank George so much for taking the time to chat and a few things about George. Uh, you, I would encourage you to check out his website. Um, I'm going to have all of the links to these things in the show notes of this podcast. Uh, he is about to launch a 30 days of breathwork challenge. That would be a wonderful thing to explore if this practice is speaking to you. Uh, I would also encourage you to take one of his breathwork classes on open. They are wonderful. They're like quick 20 minute classes that you can build into your day. And really, really cool is that you can use the promo code George30. So one word, George30 for a free month. So um, thank you so much, George, for, for offering that up. Again, all the links to those things are in the show notes of this podcast. You can also follow him on Instagram. Uh, the, the link for that, his handle will also be in the show notes. So let's transition to my dear friend, Samantha Collins. So kind of an amazing story. So I did this training under David Elliott. It was all virtual. And the one of the first days of training, we're, we're all kind of introducing ourselves, where we're located, that sort of thing. There's people literally from all over the globe that are a part of this training. And I'm in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and there's this Samantha who is in St. Paul, Minnesota, right next door of, of all places. And this training that we have gone through together has led to a, a wonderful friendship, somebody that I'm so, so grateful to have in my life. Um, Samantha has such wisdom and, and such insight, particularly when it comes to the breathwork practice. And she is also a breathwork facilitator herself. So uh, here is my chat with the wonderful Samantha Collins. Thank you for doing this. I'm honored and so grateful. To go back to kind of the beginning, I guess. How did, how did you come across breathwork? How did you find it? Ooh, that's a good question. I feel like I never knew that breathwork in an active sense existed. Like whenever I heard breathwork, I related it to, you know, counting inhale four, exhale four, you know, those types of things like the, um, the breathwork counts. 
And I came across this woman who offered a free breathwork track and I just was called to it, had zero clue what I was getting into at all. And I did it one day, went in hard, cause that's usually how I do anything that is healing related. And I started breathing and maybe like seven to eight minutes in, I, I like looked at the, the video and was curious, like, is this what I'm supposed to do? this whole time like it was the active full belly breath like we learned I believe she trained with David Elliott and I started getting the tingling in my hands and you know maybe you'll talk about this more but all the sensations in my body and it felt psychedelic and that being the healing gal Scorpio energy person that I am, Hmm. it was captivating. I was freaked out and equally mesmerized and afterwards had no idea what I had just been through and couldn't wait to do it again. Mm. And so that took me kind of down the rabbit hole of like, not quite sure where to place this or what to do with this. Like how often should I do this? Like it was just a free breathwork track with no explanation or anything. And, um, Yeah, so that was my first experience, kind of just fish out of water, but dove in face first. When when we talk about mental health, are what in that arena would you say has been part of your your story? Well, my peak for realizing that I had very obvious mental health struggles was in college. You know, my first time like away from home on my own, learning how to do my own laundry, Mm -hmm. all of that feeding myself three times a day, it became very apparent freshman year that I struggled deeply with undiagnosed PTSD, intense anxiety coupled with depression. Um, But since I've reflected on this, and honestly, Brian, like thanks to you and your story, like sharing about your, how you didn't know what was going on when you were like 11, 12 years old, Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like I faced unseen anxiety intensely throughout at least high school. Um, but because I was doing good in school, like what parent is going to think that's suspect of Mm. a mental health struggle, but looking back, like those same tendencies of perfection and of like working myself to the bone and still not feeling good enough and just suffering on the inside, but outside looked okay. Um, and since then I've, you know, because it was so, catastrophic for lack of a better word in college that's when I really started diving into seeking any form of healing like first Mm. through therapy talk therapy which was so immensely helpful and then I just became super curious about all these like alternative like Reiki energy crystals Mm. like what connecting to something bigger than myself like what is what role does this have in healing especially especially mental health healing And, um, I've since, I feel like I will always have that seeking gene in me, um, no matter what like chapter of healing I'm in, but anxiety is definitely something that if I'm not actively working on all the time, it can definitely rear, rear its head. Yeah. And has breath work been helpful for you when it comes to those things? Mm. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like 
it's brought up things that I never even knew I could access. I never knew that my body could respond to breath in that manner. Similarly, I never knew that simply breathing in this really active, powerful way could bring up memories of not even memories, but emotions of grief that I didn't even know I still felt somewhere in my body. And that's been extremely healing, especially like we always talk about after you're done with the active breath work is kind of like that sweet, like uh, David Elliott says, like the nectar of your practice and really where you can settle into all that's come up and integrate and yeah. And as we're speaking about this, it's been, it's been a few weeks since yeah. I've done breath work and I really feel like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for that again. Yeah. As we have kind of mentioned, it can be a really hard thing to like verbalize to people sometimes, like what the experience of breath work is like, you know, mm-hmm. we can talk about it, but unless you've actually done it, sometimes it can be a little bit hard to describe, but how would you describe to people kind of what it's like to be in those really deep moments with your, your breathwork practice. Mm. It's really hard to describe because it's probably the only thing that I've done in the healing realm where I'm feeling these psychedelic transformative feelings, but I've not ingested a substance of any kind. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's hard to break down what I'm feeling, but Mm -hmm. I almost feel like there's this openness, something in my mind, like I'm using a gesture where like my crown chakra, if you will, that mm-hmm. opens up and like I'm able to kind of have this flush of okayness come over me, even though I'm feeling so much in my body. Mm. And maybe that's part of what we talk about when we say it like calms the mind so the heart can really open. Yeah. God, I feel like I want to, flesh that out a little more but that's all I have for right now in terms of what it feels like just like sitting here taking that in because that's so beautifully said the a feeling of okayness kind of washes over even like no matter what it is that you're experiencing like it could be a really intense powerful experience and yet there's kind of this feeling of just being okay yeah and I think because the breath work is so powerful it kind of like even if you're feeling like deep grief or deep struggle in your heart, because it's being met with this really powerful breath work. I've had experiences where like two minutes into the breath work, I have that wave of okayness come over me. Mm. Like it doesn't take the full session to bring me there. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I even think the last time you guided me through, it took like a minute for, I started to get this, the high of breath work of like, Oh, everything's okay. Let me really go for this right now. Like, let Mm -hmm. me see what is here for me. I know you do a lot of things in your life to seek and to heal and to take care of yourself. I know that it's not just breath work, so it might be kind of hard to tease this out, but what would you say... Or what impact would you say on your life breathwork has had? Hmm. Well, for starters, I feel like it's shown me that 
just with something as foundational as the breath, I can feel a shift physically, emotionally, mentally. And, you know, I think to, I could even say like breath work is something outside of ourselves, but it's also not. Mm. And I think that I know you've mentioned on the podcast before, like sometimes we're constantly seeking to our detriment where it's like something outside of ourselves, this next modality, this, which I've totally gotten in the trap of too, of this next thing will be the thing that brings me healing. But I feel like with breath work, there is an element of like, it also brings you right back to like, this is me and only me that's doing this. This is me and my breath. Like the breath is it. The breath is life force and it's all me, which I think coming to, I have a background in craniosacral therapy, practicing it. And I feel like sometimes what can happen in the healer and receiver's dynamic is the receiver kind of subconsciously puts it on the healer. Like they're the one that's healing me. Mm. And I feel like coming into the land of breath work, it gave me this sovereignty and autonomy and also a new light of like I want to offer this to people so they can feel empowered that like sure I'm holding the space and maybe like more can come up because you feel safe with someone holding the space for you Mm -hmm. but they are the ones who are breathing I can't make you breathe deeper so that's I feel like that's kind of what sets breathwork apart from other other modalities I've experienced well thank you for being here my friend Thank you so much. Samantha, my friend, thank you again so, so much. If you want to follow Samantha, you can find her on Instagram at Samantha Connected. And uh, she offers from time to time breathwork groups virtually. And I would encourage you to look out for those coming up here in the future. A huge Thank you to both George and Samantha for joining me on the podcast here today. I am also with this episode putting out a guided breathwork experience, a guided breathwork meditation for you to try this out. And this is going to be just a a quick like 15 minute practice to kind of introduce you to it. If this is intriguing you, if this is speaking to you, uh, maybe you've never tried it before and you just want to give it a try, I would encourage you to listen to that. Find a, a nice, safe, relaxing space where you can just lay down for a little bit, listen to the recording, and I will guide you through the entire experience of breath work and then uh, kind of the meditation that, that follows. So thank you as always, for for listening to the podcast, for being a part of this community, um, sending each and every one of you out there a big hug, uh, especially as we kind of step into the holiday season and all that that can bring with. Um, and the most important thing, my friends, is to take what serves you from this conversation and, and go ahead and leave the rest. We'll talk soon. Be gentle out there. Mm-hmm.